Candler Desma with uh part two of uh ascending awareness. Uh Jay, let's go on to uh recap what we talked about in part one before we get into it. All right, all right, we back like crack in the 80s. <laughs> so basically, y'all already heard part one. Hopefully, y'all did. I basically broke down masonry according to this book I read by Ralph Epperson. Uh, as far as my opinion on the book, it was very entertaining, it's very informative. Um, I know some people ain't gonna believe in it because some people don't want to believe in saying or don't want to believe in Christianity and stuff like that. But uh, just open, open up your mind, man. And the main thing about it, this stuff is documented from like the 1800s, 1700s and stuff like that. And the reason why I like stuff like that, because during that time period, my ancestors weren't able to read because that ain't our language to start off. So with them older books, they're going to put very clear cut, straight information because they didn't care back then because we couldn't read no way. So. All right, that's on Masonry. And we did the top five cities, which was Ashburn, Virginia, number one. Two was uh, Cheney, Kansas, number three, our hometown, Whitehaven, Memphis, Tennessee. Number four was uh, San Jose, California, and five was in uh, Boardman, Oregon. Yeah, that Navy base that's listening to us. <laughs> and now, with part two, the conclusion of this season finale. We are now about to go into election year. So what you think about election year, bro? I don't think nothing about it. But uh, I, I don't because all that shit again. I was drinking water when it made said this shit. <laughs> nah, you right, for real, man. All that shit again, man. But keep going with your thought. I was like, cause I, like I had said the other day, I think that was me and you talking. And I was like, bro, uh, no, that wasn't me. You doing me and my cousin. I was like, bro, all that shit again. I, what made me even think about this shit, like, four years ago when everybody was running to be president, Biden, Kamala Harris, and all them type of folk. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, you realize, I like, you realize, D folk be talking all this shit about each other. And then when they went on lose, they end up working for the person who they talk shit about and being vice president and being on their uh, they cabinet. That shit. Like, I was like, fool, all this shit again, bro. All these folks work together, bro. And I'm going to tell you the one thing that nobody really even said and thought were the average person didn't sit, sit and think about. What's that? What they call the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, right? They mm-hmm. say they got the left wing and the right wing. Is that correct? Or am I just making up something? No, it's right. <laughs> so you got a left wing and a right wing, right? Mm-hmm. But they all on the same fucking animal. What animal you know got one fucking wing? They let you know right there and the then fuck? they all in cahoots together, bro. So why is these two parties trying to go against each other if we all American? Shouldn't everybody be all for America? Shouldn't they all be the betterment of America? But nope, America mm-hmm. divided. How are we the United States, but we divided in every state? Don't make sense. To me, at least. Yeah, because the left wing, like, I had, I, had, I had researched this shit a little minute ago. I was like, what's the difference? Like, I was like, who the left wing and the right wing? And then I had read the left wing was the Democrats and right wing and was the oh, so I had it. I had it backwards, but you get my point. Damn, yeah. so you looked it up before we did the episode? Yeah, because I told you, man, we were, See, I was that, talking about it. That's the spirit, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I was talking about it, and I was like, well, oh, what the fuck? And, uh, 
a lot of people because like the, the the reason why he brought it up uh my cousin was talking about donald trump and all that type of shit mm-hmm. and i was like, like that might really funny in here funny and my, and my sister was like he's so racist i ain't gonna never i'm like i'm like but all don't folks race <laughs> come on now. and and i was like bro i said the thing i like about donald trump he races in front of everybody he don't care i like that's Definitely. how i rather I I rather have somebody who racist. Let me know you racist and all that type of shit. I know how to deal with you. I like yeah. some sneak ass for who racist that you don't want to deal with. And yeah, I, like, uh, I like my shoot. racism on uh crystal plates, not on plastic plates. That's what I'm saying. So she was like, she was like, nah. I read for them folks to be racist, and I don't know about it. I like that shit crazy. I like that shit dangerous. Cause I like cause the one to be like they love black people and they friends with you and shit. They're the ones that chop you up and put you in the basement and shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly, bro. And that's man, that's the condition of our people, though, bro. We've been through this for what, over four hundred years, bro. So, because mm-hmm. we, that's the thing about people, bro. We hate the truth. Like we absolutely hate the truth. We would rather live in a lie. We we would rather eat the blue pill instead of the red pill. Just a song. But this shit. So I don't know because. Now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I'm thinking about that 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 uh, the comparison you made about the left wing and one being on the same animal, I'm like, bro, that shit true because exactly because what animal you know got one fucking? I don't know no animal that got one one wing. I don't. Do you? Me neither. Hell no. Is, is it one out there? I, I I don't know. Every animal I know that's a winged animal got at least two wings. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. I'm like, bro, cause, cause, Dem- Democrats they underhanded with they shit, and Republicans like straightforward with they shit. That's the yeah. only difference. Exactly. That's the only difference. But other than that, this um, this year gonna be funny when it come down to the presidential uh campaign. I just want to know all the distractions they're gonna put out, all the false propaganda they're gonna put out, all the fear porn they're gonna put out. I'm just. I'm ready for it. Speaking of that, I got a clip I want to play that's this on this topic of uh, the election here. So I follow this page on YouTube. He, uh, I guess you can call conspiracy theorists or whatever. <laughs> his page called Donut Factory. And, uh, that's your first. Yeah, his page actually, this shit really interesting as hell because he, he deal with a lot of shit that I don't know about when it comes to like uh, symbols and numbers and stuff like that. I don't even get into all that really, but I like to see what they be talking about with government and how they be trying to do slick shit. So this is, uh, I actually got two parts I want to play for this one video, but here go the first part. People ever get to the 2020. All right, so what the clip I'm going to play right now is, I don't know this guy's name, but he's basically about to talk about uh, the election. And the reason why his voice is distorted is because um, Donut, he do this so you know his, his page won't get flagged or whatever. But you still should be able to hear clearly what he's saying. All right, here we go. Bring this revolution and change. All right, here you go. If we'll ever get to the 2024 election, I think things are going to implode in Washington before then. I think our economic financial condition is fragile. It's going to come home to roost in ugly ways. I think we're going to end up in a situation where we find out the banks are closed for two or three weeks and nobody can get into them. I also think that the levels of violence and criminality in our cities are so high 
that it's going to spill over into other places in society. People that normally think they can live remote from the problem are now beginning to be touched by the problem. All of those things are going to come together or converge in some way that's going to prevent us from reaching, you know, the status quo, oh, another election, oh, another set of campaigns and so forth. Because I don't think Biden will make it through the year. I think he'll be gone. And I think everybody knows that this person, uh, Kamala Harris, lacks the ability under any circumstances to be president of the United States. I also know that you get revolutionary change when people can't eat, when the supply chains break down and you can't deliver food, when they can't afford to buy the food, when they can't afford to buy the gasoline. These things are the catalysts for real change. And everyone's betting that the left in charge in Washington can keep all of this going without any interruption. Maybe they're right. I don't think so. What's your thought on that? Man. So, so what, what was he saying? Like, all right, so I, all understood right. The, I understood the last part. All right, so I'm going to play it again, but I'm going to break it down a little bit. Yeah, kids playing to will ever get to the 2024 election. So he's saying he he personally don't think we even gonna get to the election, like November, like where people go and uh you know cast their ballots and shit. Mm-hmm. I think things are going to implode in Washington before then. I think our economic financial condition is fragile. It's going to come home to roost in ugly ways. I think we're going to end up in. A- so he's talking about the economy and sh- bro. I ain't even got to explain that. Situation where we find out the banks are closed for two or three weeks and nobody can get into them. I also so he's saying a scenario where the banks could be closed for like two or three weeks and ain't nobody gonna have access to their money. So that brought me a a, brought me to a thought piece right real quick because I know it's people who pretty much got multiple methods of storing and using their money. I know people who do strictly cash, like my dad. He can like just he'll store cash like wherever in his house <laughs> yeah people the common people who use banks like me and you like debit cards and shit like that and you got people who went to crypto who do like the blockchain and stuff like that when it comes to like a situation where the banks get closed and shit like that i think the best thing that would be is to have some cash on you like just mm-hmm. and i don't whatever amount you feel comfortable but just have it like i don't know in, in a safe place or in a safe to where even if you know God forbid your house catch on fire or get flooded or you know somebody break into your shit like you have money in your mattress that's the first place somebody down there gonna, gonna look but if you got right. like, in, like in a safe or something like that to where only you know the combination and shit like that you got a better chance of success now when it comes to these banks basically fuck if you just <laughs> if, if, they, bro, if the banks get shut down for two or three weeks ain't nobody can access their money bro Ooh, that's that's anarchy, bro. <laughs> that's fucking yeah. anarchy, bro. Because yeah. the the point I'm thinking, like, uh, what I be thinking about when I be thinking about banks and shit, like, at this point, don't know everybody who got their money in the bank, they deal with a card, and they don't exactly. deal with nothing. They ain't number numbers and shit like that, digital. All exactly, that bro. Because they ain't even got the the actual cash, the actual paper in the bank. Let's say if all right, let's say we go to regions, people go to regions, right? Everybody who banks their regions on Elvis Presley. They say everybody go there and they want to take out all the money in their accounts. They ain't going to be able to do that because they ain't physically got the money there to do that. 
So, and then that brings me to my third point when it comes to like the blockchain and crypto. So a lot of people put their money into that. And the reason why they do that is because it, it do have like its benefits. Like, um, for example, uh, the percentage rate, you know how the dollar every year with inflation, the value of the dollar keep going down and down. Mm-hmm. With crypto, your money has a less likely chance of going down and stuff like that. It's less, your money still can go down, but it's less likely because they they prices don't drop every year, and they prices sometimes go up, and you can sometimes get a return on your investment. The problem with that is, what if it be like an EMP attack and the whole internet go down, and ain't nobody got no internet, so you can't even access your 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 crypto money. Mm-hmm. I just be thinking about I just be thinking about shit, fool. <laughs> I see. I ain't even thinking about that. It, fool, exactly, bro. So I just think it's kind of best to have some cash, some paper, just stored up somewhere. Whatever dollar amount you think would be good, because, man, fool, I don't know. <laughs> I just think back, because like they say, look, the banks closed the internet down. You still got to maneuver and shit like that. Cash still gonna be even if the economy down, people still gonna be accepting cash for trade. That's still gonna be a trading tool. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So, all right, let's get through with this little pause clip. Yeah. Think that the levels of violence and criminality in our cities is so high that it, it's going to spill over into other places in society. People that normally think they can live remote from the problem are now beginning to be touched by the problem. So you already know who that's going into. That's going into your your suburbs, your your Collierville. Speaking of Collierville, man, you remember what happened like a like a year ago when that Kroger got shot up? Nope. What you talking about? Well, that happened like a year or two ago when out in Collierville, like this guy, I think he was Asian, if I'm not mistaken. But he was he was shooting up Walmart. Even the the Walmart down here in South Haven about a year or two ago. I think that was three years ago. So it's like these communities that's like supposed to be protected, like gated communities or stuff like that, where crime rate usually isn't high. It's starting to increase in these in these different uh, parts of society. That's what he basically said. Because like we gotta be real, it's just certain areas that's most susceptible to, to a certain type of crime than other areas. Like for instance, you motherfuckers shooting up stores and all that type of shit. You gotta be real. No, that's white folk shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point he was making, he was saying like places that usually don't have crime is now starting to see an increase. That's the point he was making. I know that, but what type of crime? Like, like just like regular crime, shooting, like- uh, just you know, uh, robbing, killing, kidnapping. Okay, like man, uh, anarchy, bro. <laughs> All right, let's go. All of those things are going to come together or converge in some way. It's going to prevent us from reaching. You know, the status quo, oh, another election, oh, another set of campaigns and so forth. Because I don't think Biden will make it through the year. I think he'll be gone. And I think everybody knows that this, this nigga talking about Biden might might be on up out of here before the election <laughs> take off. I don't know about that. I, one thing I do know, Simpsons, they did predict. They, they said Trump was going to die, though, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. One thing about Simpsons, bro, they they been they been fucking calling the shit for about thirty years. That's just scary. <laughs> All right, 
Let's go. Person, uh, Kamala Harris, lacks the ability under any circumstances to be president of the United States. I also know that you get revolutionary change when people can't eat, when the supply chains break down and you can't deliver food, when they can't afford to buy the food, when they can't afford to buy the gasoline. These things are the catalysts for real change. So he's saying like, in history, when you look at different aspects of history, when, when it comes to revolution, before the revolution came, it was like a famine. Like people couldn't eat or they couldn't afford the food. And like he's saying, like gasoline, well, gas prices ain't, ain't really just hot like that no more. But, you know, some people can't afford gas still. Mm-hmm. That's the point he was making. He's saying all these factors going to play into something coming up big. So... Stay tuned. <laughs> and everyone's betting that the left in charge in Washington can keep all of this going without any interruption. Maybe they're right. I don't think so. Oh, no. That last part was key. Betting that the left in charge can't afford to buy the gasoline. These things are the catalysts for real change. And everyone's betting that the left in charge in Washington can keep all of this going without any interruption. He said the people in Washington think they can keep this up without anybody noticing. He said, maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong. I can tell you for a fact they damn wrong. Because if you got <laughs> niggas like me who can uh, see this shit and got a platform to spread it to other people, what make you think other people ain't doing this shit? Matter of fact, I know other people doing it. Man, before we even started this show, you you heard I was listening to uh, this guy on TikTok. It's this uh, Caucasian guy I listen to. He pretty much, he kind of like, he ain't a whistleblower, but he kind of like give you the awareness of what's going around you type shit. Like with the food, mainly with the food. But yeah, man, there's it's some shit out here that make your ass think. Yeah, yeah. And then when it comes down to the, like, these folks who run for president, they'll make you, they'll make you think that they, like, for instance, with Trump back in, what, 2016, when he first got elected. He was telling all the poor white folk the same thing. Like, he was telling them what they wanted to hear. He was saying, like, he was pushing their rhetoric, what they want to hear. Like, they, they better than um, black folk and all that type of shit. We finna build a wall, keep these Mexicans out and all that type of shit. For four years, the nigga was president and never built no fucking wall. None of that type of shit. Exactly. False all promises, that shit. Bro. Yeah, all this shit be, all this shit be, like, agendas and shit. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bro, like right now I'm looking at uh the uh the running candidates right now to be president. Mm-hmm. So right now it's Donald Trump here in the lead and Nikki Haley, she right behind that man. Fool, that nine man times out of ten, that man ain't winning, bro. That man in the lead, he winning, fool. That's yeah, no, I say, I say nine times out of ten, Trump finna be the. So the, I wonder uh, this: what if it ain't it ain't even about if he gonna win, when he win. Will this count as a second term? Yeah. Uh so he so he, he ain't gonna be able to do a third term. No, you oh, a president okay. can only be president twice. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know why so, I was thinking that it, it gotta be like consecutive. Like if you go eight years straight, then you can't run again. But if you got like a gap, I don't know. But anyway, like you said, they can only run twice. 
Right. That, See, man, like, gonna, that man gonna make a low where he can run three times. Got that. <laughs> <laughs> man, if it was like how it was back in the day before that uh constitution was made, like I forgot which uh but, but one in the president three one Theodore Re- Theodore Roosevelt, the president like three times though. Yeah, like it was some president that was president during their ten years, but they had to come up with something and put it like in the constitution that a certain president is gonna be president twice. Oh uh, yeah, that's why they had to do this shit, because yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, so like, cause they'll down, they'll be like a king, like especially, especially if they were popular and yeah, people yeah, like them, they'll yeah, be in yeah. office forever. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what what trips me out, bro? They do that for the president, like every four years. But what about Congress and the government, bro? This motherfuckers they've been there for thirty plus years, still on board, bro. Yep. And Forty, fifty, so years, bro. Who who was in Congress when it was before? Uh, you know, uh, what was it 64, 65 we get our civil rights. So you, and that's Ooh. some bullshit. You see what I'm saying? But yeah. I got this second clip I'm going to play. And then I'm going to do a little bit more commentary. We're going to move on. Dan Aykroyd is talking about the UFOs. He's saying that he saw a UFO. Dan Aykroyd, what the fuck he talking about? And he's a huge occultist. And this whole UFO agenda and the occult are all connected. I'm going to play a clip from an, uh, a yeah, I'm going to play a clip real quick. Hold up. Aykroyd's family history is connected to the occult as his father and his grandfather would do seances at his house. The father-son duo here. Your grandfather, you spied something interesting happening at his home. What did you see? You can communicate with the dead. So he was communicating with spirits. Just accepted the uh, fact that uh, spirits uh, do exist and can, can communicate if you find a talented medium. That ain't really had nothing to do with the election, but it's on the same video. But I, I was watching that video, and I wanted to put that on TNE. That got to do with uh, basically the music industry, bro. He basically just exposed the music industry. I'm going to play it again. I'm going to break it down. Oh, you know, dude? You said it? You know, dude? Yeah, Dan Ekro, he a, uh actor. You know, he uh, one of the original niggas from Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, that's right. But uh, I'm going to break it down. Play a clip real quick. Hold up. Aykroyd's family history is connected to the occult as his father and his grandfather would do seances at his house. The father-son duo here. Your grandfather. So basically he was saying they used to do, you know, wicked shit, which I ain't surprised of. So, you know, here's what it is. You spied something interesting happening at his home. What did you see? You couldn't communicate with the dead, so he was communicating with spirits. Efo said they was communicating with spirits. I believe this shit. I believe yeah. this shit. Scripture tell you not to even deal with this shit. This all fall up on the uh, necromancy and shit. Hell yeah, but that that crunchy ass shit. Yeah. <laughs> all right, but just accepted uh, fact that uh, spirits uh, do exist and can, can communicate if you find a talented medium. He says spirits can. What is that? I don't want to misquote. Accepted uh, fact that uh, spirits uh, do exist and can, can communicate if you find a talented medium. You can communicate if you find a talent medium. So man, you don't think they ain't, they ain't doing this shit in the music industry, bro? I know they. And it's man. Well, hey, I, I ain't gonna tell. I know because I don't know for a fact. I don't want to. Hey, I know. But... I know for man. Hey. I ain't I, there, so I, I, I ain't seen gonna this shit. 
I've <laughs> seen this shit. Man. But back to close out this election year segment, I just got one heavy piece I want to add. So Epstein list. 900 plus page PDF file was released to the public. You got government officials on there. You got religious leaders on there. And of course, you got celebrities on there. I say this to say, the Democrats got exposed as pedophiles. Will black America continue to support the pedophile party? <laughs> hey, that's a good, that's a question, bro. Republicans are saying, it ain't even no need to mention them because according to Fox News, black America network is like $17,000 on average versus white America at 171k on average so they make a hundred thousand plus dollars on average than us so my question to you black america you still gonna vote for pedophiles i'm just saying bro (laughs) Uh, hey that's something to think about before we move on you know what i was thinking about uh What's her name? It was just in my Marianne Williamson. You know who that is? Mary Ann. That sounds familiar as hell. Hold on. Mary Ann. You said Williamson? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one of the candidates who running for president uh on the Democrat side. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking up now. One of her uh campaign positions, she was like, she gonna uh what's that shit called? National emergency state of national emergency or some shit. Uh about the uh gun uh epidemic. She was like, she. Uh, I had watched when she was talking about. She was like, she gonna eliminate the sale of uh, assault rifles and uh, auto semi uh, semi automatic weapons and, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, how she gonna ban the sale of that when, when when motherfuckers who don't even got a gun license can go to somebody and, and get choppers and shit like this? Shit still gonna get sold like exactly around. And then the thing about this, she's saying that you think people are gonna vote for you, bro? They they don't want their guns taken. Especially that's the, that's, the la- that's the last thing they want done. <laughs> I don't think some folks instantly not gonna vote for you since you said that. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> the fuck? Damn, yep. But that's it for my election year bit, bro. I hope uh it was quite informational to the listeners. All right. We got three more segments to go now this segment gonna be maybe a little long maybe not but i'm just gonna dive into it yeah it's gonna be long i ain't gonna lie the book of clarence have you seen the book of clarence nope could you tell me what garbage you know what fool at first i thought that at first i thought it was garbage but i had to let it digest and what made me uh think about it, what made me uh realize it wasn't garbage, because I'm gonna tell you why I thought it was garbage when I first saw it. I thought it was like a uh <laughs> a spinoff of Friday, in a way. Like a, a like a biblical Friday with you know Craig and Smokey and shit. Just cause how the how the uh how his how the main character best friend was like his, his best friend pretty much was like smoking the whole time. Cause every time you see this nigga, he got a blunt in his hand, he's smoking and shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, as I said, because I was reading that masonry book, right? And I read this little paragraph, and it made me uh think about the Book of Clarence movie. I forgot exactly what paragraph I read, but I was like, wait a minute. This reminds me of the Book of Clarence. And then once it reminded me of that, 
it's like the whole movie, I ain't gonna say the whole movie, but scenes of the movie kind of replayed in my head and I started connecting scenes with scripture and stuff. I'm like, oh. So the reason why I said I didn't like it at first, I went into the movie with an expectation that it was gonna be like a straight cut, accurate, accurate uh stories of the Bible. And it wasn't. And they did that on purpose. So basically what they did was they mixed stories, they mixed different stories in together with the characters. So they telling multiple stories with like a set amount of characters, like 10 or such. Like you get the story of Samson, you get, you know, Samson the liar, you get, uh, they basically do New Testament and Old Testament all together, which was, you got to know the Bible just to see it. But once I realized that, I said, okay, this is a good ass movie. So, to break it down, a lot of people hate that movie for the main fact, and they call it blasphemous for the main fact that uh, it's black people in the movie. I'm going to just call it what it is. It's a lot of, and you got even black people saying that, that, oh, this movie is blasphemous. How is it blasphemous? Like Clarence, right? The book, the, the main character. He is not Jesus. Like, no, they, got, they actually got Jesus in the movie, and they, he's portrayed as a black man according to scripture. So, and then what's crazy about it, a lot of people don't like the movie based off the trailer. So they didn't even see the movie. So, um, to get my breakdown on the movie, like I said, Clarence is not Jesus. They are two separate people in the movie. <laughs> and the ending definitely going to prove that. The end of the movie, if you watch the movie. Anyway, uh, so Clarence's character, he is a reference to people in the Bible, such as Simon the Sorcerer in Acts chapter 8. If you read that verse nine, if you want to read that on your own time. And it actually was a person called Bar Jesus during that time. He was a false, he was a false Christ. He was acting like he was Christ doing, you know, mir- acting like he doing miracles and stuff. His name was Bar Jesus. You can look it up. That's in the book of Acts chapter 13, verse six on down. And Clarence also is a rep- representation of every black, Hispanic and Native American man because they are the God-chosen people. You can look it up in Deuteronomy 28. If you fit that, fit the curse of Deuteronomy 28, guess what? you God-chosen. Hey, it's written. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> <laughs> so Clarence represents the typical nigga who don't believe in God because of the situation they put themselves in. You, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. Hmm? No. All right, what I mean by that, you know how some niggas be like, man, I don't believe in God because of... Uh, he didn't do this for me or when I was down, you know, where was he at? But they don't uh, realize they put their own self in that situation. Oh yeah. That's, yeah, so yeah. that's, that's kind of what Clarence is. Well, that's, that's kind of what he uh, represents to the, in today's time from what I, uh, from what I perceived. All right. So like I said earlier, his best friend to the end, his name was Elijah. And at first he reminded me of Smokey on Friday. Cause that nigga was always high. The movie uh-huh. starts off with showing Clarence, actively being crucified then the the next scene is him and elijah they racing chariots against tiana taylor and tiana taylor she married magdalene in the movie so uh it was a bet that they had lost because you know they basically you know how nigga be dragging racing they basically was dragging racing but you know they had to use chariots they how can i put it like this that movie is some synonymous with today's time they just have to use uh, ancient elements to fill it out if you get what i'm saying Do uh-huh. yeah okay all right cool let's go on 
yeah, they lost a bit. So since they lost their bit, now they are in debt to Jedediah because Jedediah is the one who uh, lent them the chariots and stuff like that, right? And uh, Jedediah said he got 30 days to pay him or he going he gonna to off his ass. He's going to kill him, basically. <laughs> so basically, that, and this scene right there reminded me of Friday, too, because you remember when Big Worm said, man, you got to have my money. If you ain't got my money by the night, I'm going to smoke your ass. You, you see what I'm saying? Uh, uh, so that's why, that why the movie originally reminded me of Friday. But uh, going on, in the movie, Clarence has a twin brother, and his name is Thomas. And Thomas is one of the 12 apostles of Christ in the movie, and in according to Scripture. Clarence is mad towards Thomas because Thomas left him, which is Clarence, and his mother to follow Christ. Now, if anybody know anything about um, Scripture, Matthew 19, 29 tells you, you know, you can't put mother, father before, before you know, the most high word. That's all Christ was teaching, the most high word. So Thomas is not in agreement with Clarence because Thomas don't believe, no, because Clarence don't believe in God or Christ. Clarence believe in world knowledge alone, just like a lot of niggas today. Uh -huh. Niggas be talking about, you know, the universe and all that. Basically, they be choosing science over. Exactly. There you God. go. Hit it right on the head. So to go on, Clarence comes up with the scheme of joining the 12 apostles to avoid Jedediah. Because in his mind, if he see me with Christ, he can't kill me because I'm an apostle now. You, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. was his that was his scheme. That was his game plan. So he goes to John the Baptist to be baptized. Clarence do. Then uh, after he, well, because <laughs> John the Baptist knew he was bullshit. Basically, it, it was a funny scene too. I don't remember verbatim, but uh, yeah, he got, did he get baptized or not? That, I don't remember if he actually got baptized or not, but he was in the water and they was talking. It was it was a funny dialogue because John the Baptist is played by, I think his name David something. Uh -huh. it, it was it was funny though. Going on, after that scene, Clarence go to meet the 12 apostles. So Judas gives Clarence the test to free a slave to prove his worth because they like, it ain't up for us for you to join you know, join the apostles. It ain't our word. But then Judas, you know, me and Judas, he was like, you know what? We ain't seen you do nothing. How about you go free a slave and they'll probably show us that you, you know, really about this. So Clarence goes to where the gladiators were doing their labor because during that time, you know, the gladiators were black and they were slaves as well. Uh -huh. So Clarence proposes to the warden to free the men, but the warden wants Clarence to pay for them all. Obviously, Clarence can't pay for all of them. So the warden made Clarence fight Barnabas, the immortal. So Barnabas, the immortal, he the top gladiator. And he basically, he he like the, uh he like a play on Samson, you know, because he's you know, strong as hell and shit. Uh, Clarence wins, actually, and he freed Barnabas. And now they begin a journey to a new idea that Clarence got. Because Clarence no longer, he, he no longer want to join the Apostles. He want to be Christ himself now. He want to be just like Christ. Mm. So, and what's crazy, it, it worked for a time. His scheme worked. He got the money. He got the fame. He got people thinking he doing miracles and shit. He, but see, that's why, that's why they were calling it. So that's why they were calling it blasphemous and shit. That's, that's part, that's part, small part of the reason why they call it blasphemous. They call it blasphemous because, A, 
it wasn't the only white people in the movie was the Romans, which is biblically correct. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, the actual Jesus in the movie, he wasn't white. That's why they don't like it too. And three, yeah, like you just said, Clarence, he was basically uh mimicking Jesus. But what people don't understand that actually happened in the Bible. People was actually mimicking Jesus. Jesus himself even said it's gonna be many false Christs among you. So people Christians just don't know the Bible, bro. Man. Bring yeah, it I'm, out. Oh shit, I thought you had a thought. All right, I'm gonna keep all right. Um well I'll leave off. Oh yeah. So his scheme worked, he got the money and fame. So what he did was, and it's a key point right here in the movie. Mm-hmm. After he got the money and fame. He returned to where the slaves were captive, and he bought every man freedom with shekels. Keep keep that point in mind, because that's that's a heavy point. All right. Next scene is where Mary Magdalene is being stoned, and Elijah witnesses it. So he gonna run and shield her, cause this cause he liked Mary. <laughs> he liked Mary in the movie, like he wanna be with her type shit. But he ain't never you know told her that he like a he like a secret admirer type shit. So he see her getting stoned, so he's going to try to protect her from that. And in the midst of that, Christ comes and does the, you know, the cast, the first stone scripture. And he did, like before that, he stopped them throwing the stones like it was some Matrix shit. You know, like they just stopped in mid which was kind of cold. And then, you know, he did the, the scripture, you know, cast the first stone. He he without mm-hmm. seeing cast yeah. the first stone. Yeah. And of course, ain't nobody threw no stone. <laughs> so Elijah witnessed Christ's power right there and then. So he went and told Clarence that Christ is the real deal, but Clarence, he don't care. And after that scene, uh, Clarence, Elijah, and Barnabas, they go inside this party, basically, because they show them a clip. That movie is uh, straight up accurate, bro, because it show everything we doing in today's time. They show everything we doing in today's time in that time. Come on, Gianna. Damn, I thought she'll still be asleep. You want to be part of the podcast? Come on. Say good morning. Hi. <laughs> okay. So um now that they're in this party, it's a scene where uh okay. Yeah, it's a scene where him and his his love interest, I forget her name, you know, they vibe and they dancing and uh they kiss. And so after they kiss, she like walks out and he follow her. And uh as he walk out. He see Jedediah because his love interest is Jedediah's sister. So they all outside. It been 30 days. He ain't paid this man. So a fight was about to break out until the Romans, which is basically the police, they pulled up looking for the man portraying to be the Messiah. Because, you know, during that time, they trying to find the Messiah and, you know, basically kill him. Barnabas wasn't going for the, uh, the officers, where they was called legionaries in that time. So he hit an officer and he ran away. So, of course, the Romans, they got some javelins. So they throwing javelins at this man. And he was like, you know, and before this this scene even happened, he was telling them, man, I got stabbed in the mouth. I got uh, stabbed. Uh, basically, he took a lot of wounds, but he never died. That's why he said he immortal. And he said his only weakness is in his heel. That will remind me of Samson. Because, you know, his weakness was his hair. So... They threw th- three javelins at him. The last javelin hit him in his heel. And it made a scene where it looked like he died. But he popped up. He said, wrong heel. And he started, he kept running. It's <laughs> <laughs> still funny. <laughs> and so Clarence wanted all that to stop. 
and it was this it was a good scene where Jedediah was talking to the Roman officer. I forgot the dialogue. If I can I wish I could have found a clip. I couldn't find it, but it's a good dialogue. So after all that happened, Clarence he turned himself in because he didn't want uh his people, you know, to get killed and stuff like that. That's another key point I want you to remember. So there's two key points I want you to remember. The first one when he bought the slaves. The second one when he turned himself in. All right. So the next scene, Pontius Pilate, which is played by James Avery. He's a good ass actor. I like James Avery. Hey, you know who James Avery is, right? Man, the only James Professor Avery X. I know is Uncle Phil. No, nah, Professor X. Professor X. He Professor X. You seen Split? No. Damn. He All right. He Professor X, bro. Next man. I know you seen Next Man, right? Yeah. He Professor X. Uh. Anyway, he punches Pilate in this movie. So punches Pilate, he held a public court hearing, and the people called for Clarence's death. You know, like how in the scriptures when the people called for Christ's death. So yeah, it was synonymous to that. All right, so now we're finna get to the climax. Clarence had to walk on water to prove if he was the Messiah or not. So it was it was a die die situation because the water was so steep. Like if you go in it. And then he he and he he bound up too, so it ain't like he can swim. So he basically was gonna die either way. So when he got on, when he took the first step, that nigga started walking on water. Cause before that even happened, they show a scene to where the sky is like a light light shined on him. That's supposed to be the most high, you know, looking down on him, I guess. So the most high allowed Clarence to walk on water to show his power, the most high power. Because like I said, Clarence, he would have drowned. And, the, and I think the reason why the most I allowed that to happen, like I said, to show his power. And two, when Clarence started getting um, like money and stuff, remember, he bought them slaves and he turned himself in for his people. That way his people wouldn't you know, continue to get hurt or get killed. So from this scene, he had to get locked back up because, oh, before that even happened, when he walked on water, he was like shocked. Like, he's like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. And then Pontius Pilate, he tell his uh his soldiers, he like, man, go 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 get them, man. So the soldiers going in the water, they going, they they fucking sinking all of them, and he's still on top of the water walking. So Pontius Pilate, he got him, he bound him back up. And the next scene, he won't um. The next scene is when Pontius Pilate talking to Clarence. He like, look, I know you're not the Messiah, but I need you to tell me where's the real Messiah. Clarence said, I would rather die than give him up. That's a third key point. So before no, so the next scene is when uh so in the movie, it's this dirty white man, right? And he looked filthy, like he black, like the color of the color crayon black, he that dirty, long hair look like he homeless. Just look like a dirty ass white man, right? Uh. So in this scene, you see the real Christ, he he come around. And he was, I forget who he was talking to, but that homeless white man, he was just sitting there, you know, he holding his hand out, like begging stuff. And all Christ did was touch this man's hand. And soon after Christ got done touching his hand, like just unlimited shekels just started popping out the homeless man's hand. So, uh, where am I at? Oh yeah, so after that, after he see like shekels just coming out his hand unlimitedly, the white guy went to the beauty salon to get cleaned up. And a woman who finished him finished. So after he got finished cleaned up, guess what he looked like? 
Uh. White Jesus. <laughs> and that's exactly what the woman said after she cleaned him up. She like, oh, he look like Jesus. I'm like, damn. <laughs> which is a play it, and the thing is I, I see why they did that because they playing on the image because we know that's not a real image so uh with this new look he look exactly like caesar Bourget. so in the next scene he's walking throughout the streets just giving out money because remember he got christ blessed him with shekels right what that remind me of is a scripture render unto what does caesar's give unto caesar's i'm paraphrasing so that's why I, that was his blessing. And you you look at today's time, hell, they the richest nation on the, on the face of the planet, so-called Caucasian race. So going from there, go from there. Uh, one part I want to expand on from the crucifixion scene, because that was the next scene. Well, before oh, yeah. I get before, this, before, scene, you, before you go on, there was uh Matthew, I think, uh, yeah, Matthew, Matthew 20, 22 and 20. 21. Mm, if y'all want to read it for yourself, it's Matthew chapter 22, verse 20 down to 22. Mm-hmm. So now the next scene, since he didn't give up Christ, now they're showing a scene where he has to carry his cross to the crucifixion site. Same thing Christ had to do. So he getting whipped, he getting beat, a uh, little kid trying to help him carry the cross, but. And he does help him. But uh, I say all that to say one part I want to expand on from the crucifixion scene. So they nail him. They hang him up and all that, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, Dr. Strange, that's who was the white man. You know, you know who Dr. Strange is, right? Yeah, from Marvel. From Marvel. Yeah, he was the actor who played White Jesus, basically. So they hung him up, too. And they what I like, too, about this movie they show multiple people getting crucified because christians would think that christ was the only person crucified why they think that i don't know because it was other two people next to him too (laughs) scriptures tell you that but all crucifixion was all right i got a paragraph for people who think that they mark christ's death in antiquity crucifixion was considered one of the most brutal and shameful modes of death so it was a mode of death, like getting hung or getting lethal injection. That didn't only just happen to Christ. Yeah. Probably originated with the Assyrians and the Babylonians. It was used systematically by the Persians in the 6th century BC. Alexander the Great brought, in, brought it from there to the eastern Mediterranean countries in the 4th century BC. And the Phoenicians introduced it to Rome in the third century BC. So Rome wasn't the first ones to do crucifixion. This man, this is a very old method. And that shit was actually kind of like torture on some shit to even get you on that shit to even have you hanging Absolutely, up. Absolutely, because you getting both your hands nailed, you getting both your foot put together, nailed through there, and you getting uh-huh. hung up. So your body naturally is supposed to fall. So yeah, uh-huh. bro, it's horrible. So I can't, I can't imagine that shit. But uh, the point I was making was uh, what I want to expand from Doctor Strange. He was he was hung on the cross too. Doctor Strange put a curse on the Romans, basically saying fire and flame gonna consume them, which aligns with the Book of Obadiah verse eighteen, bro. And his last words were especially to the one who's painting that image of me, which was a white Jesus image, aka Caesar Borgia. And that aligns with First Maccabees chapter three forty eight. So the brother who directed this movie, his name James Samuel, he he knew what he either 
he knew he know the Bible a little bit, or the people around him who was writing it know the Bible a little bit. So, uh, yep, yep, yep. I ain't know that movie was that damn deep. Oh yeah, for watch that hoe. I mean, you can pay the fifteen to watch it in, in theaters. That's cool if you like the big screen, or you can just wait for it to come on Netflix or something next month. And the thing is, the reason why it ain't getting mass, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Promotion is because it's it's some it's some you gotta dissect the truth that's in the movie. And you already gotta know something to know to know what's what they really trying to say, to know the the message in between the read between the lines type shit. So to close off this segment, um I had some clips I was gonna play, but I don't think I'm gonna do that because we already finna be our in. But I do want to uh, get my last little wrap up of this movie. So the whole point of this movie is to believe in the Black Messiah. So Clarence, he started off in ignorance. He only relied on the knowledge of what he can physically see and what he can prove. He wanted to prove that he isn't a nobody and that he matter, which he knew in his spirit and stood on because God's chosen people is a peculiar, peculiar people, according to First Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Yet within himself, he already had the spirit of charity for his people and stood without fear towards his own morals. He became a believer in God the moment he walked on water and saw the legionaries chasing him, drown, uh, chasing him drowning in water, basically. He repented when Pontius Pilate gave him the opportunity to betray Christ, to live, but he said he would rather die. He was accepted of Christ at the very end of the movie from that point on, especially when he had to take his own cross to the crucifixion site. And Matthew 10, 38 pretty much tell you that, that if any man got to follow me, he got to bear his cross, carry his cross. Mm-hmm. And that's symbolic too for like, you know, you got to deal with this different stuff you're going through day by day and try to overcome it. But the last sentence I got he received immortality at the very end when Christ brought him back to life. And the reason why I say that, because it's synonymous with us, the Israelites. Like in the movie, it, it did like a play on Lazarus. Because Christ, he went to the tomb site and he brought him back brought him back from dead. Uh-huh. You know, Lazarus, that's what happened. But it was Christ doing that to Clarence. So I took it as Christ restoring us back to life in our immortal state. Which is Second Andrews chapter two verse forty five. So yeah, man, that's a good movie, bro. Especially if you know if you know some. And that's my review on the Book of Clarence, five star movie, five star movie. Mine brought it out. I brought this shit out, bro. <laughs> yeah. I got two more topics, bro. Two more topics. Now this next one, this one gonna be real quick. I got. I'm gonna call this. This is my health bit, by the way. And I and I call it. <laughs> I'm out of water. Uh, and I call it Earth Origin Juice. Now, I did not come up with this. I uh, found this by this guy called Yaki Awaken. He called it uh, geogenetic juice. So I looked up, you know, the etymology of geo and genetic. And all it means is Earth Origin. So that's why I call it the Earth Origin Juice for people to, you know, who don't know what geogenetic means. So according to him, uh. Well, matter of fact, how about I just let him let him tell it? Send me say his shit, cause he break it down to the T. And I and I'm gonna tell you my uh testimony on it, cause I've been drinking for about a week. I gotta find this video on TikTok real quick. What they be saying on IUIC? Bear with me. 
Uh, here you go. Damn, girl, be careful. And if you got a pen and a pad, I want you to write down my favorite juice. This is the juice that healed me. I created it myself, the concoction of it, and I healed myself of all the diseases I was suffering from. I had a heart attack when I was 21. I was uh, 264 pounds. I'm only 5'6". I had scar tissue on my heart. My kidneys just fell in. I had diabetes and erectile dysfunction. And this is what healed me. So I want you to do seven green apples. And this, you're going to do this daily. The apples is going to stretch the cells and get all the toxins out of the cells. You're going to do one stock of celery. It should have at least six to seven limbs on it with the leaves. The celery sticks is going to give you all of the bile sauce that you need. It's full of natural sodium. That's very good for you. Pinch of cilantro. What cilantro is going to do is remove all of those different metals from the cell. Whether it's nanobot technology, whether it's mercury, whether it's an overproduction of free unbinded iron, that's going to remove it from the cells. Okay. That's cilantro. You're going to use a handful of parsley. Parsley leaf, a handful. The parsley leaf is going to open up the actual tubules and it's going to open up the nephrons of the kidneys where you can filtrate out. So you can filtrate out properly. All right, you're going to use only a half a teaspoon of cayenne pepper. It's going to make sure it opens and dilates the artery walls and the, and the vascular walls to help blood flow and, and pump very good. And you're going to use a thumb of ginger. You should get organic ginger. Everything you get organic. Never get nothing that's not organic. Get a thumb of ginger, skin the actual ginger, and put the ginger in the juicer as well. Two cucumbers without the skin, that's going to help you hydrate more. Cucumbers are more, one of your most hydrative fruits on the planet. And then a whole lemon with the skin. If you do this every day, you should produce at least 45 ounces of juice. If not, just add. Add mineral water. What I mean by mineral water, alkaline spring water. You could get my favorite one is Pana. It's called Aquapana. And you're going to add it to that juice to fill up to your 40 ounces. You're going to drink that every single day. Do that with the essential oil you kid. I promise you that. Yes, sir. So I'm going to break that down for y'all. So he said it helps heal scar tissue on his heart. It burns fat. It revitalizes his kidneys. It helps rid diabetes. It helps our ED, erectile dysfunction, and much more. So the concoction is seven green apples. So what the green apples do, it estranges the toxins from your cells. You want to stock a celery with the leaves. What that does, it remineralizes the body with natural sodium. You want a pinch of cilantro. That removes metals from your cells. You want a handful of parsley that help filtrate the toxins from the kidneys. Half a teaspoon of cayenne pepper, not a full teaspoon. What that does, it cleanses your blood. And you want to you wanna skin a thumb of ginger. Like literally put your thumb next to a piece of ginger. You want that, you want that much. And what ginger do, it get rid of inflammation in the body. And you want to skin two cucumbers. That gives you maximum hydration, electrolytes, alkalines the body. You want to put a whole lemon in there. And what that does, it cleanses the liver. And when I did it, it made me about four cups of juice. And you want to drink this daily when you wake up on an empty stomach. And again, before you sleep. Reason being, because when you first wake up, you want a, a neutral, you want a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, da, 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 da. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but basically you want to uh, hydrate. That's what I'm looking for. You want to hydrate your body when you first wake up because your mouth be dry. You be all, you probably be a little groggy a little bit. 
drink that on the empty stomach. It's going to kick off your metabolism. It's going to kick off your energy, all that good shit, because I did it myself, and I'm giving my review on it. And you want to drink it again before you sleep, because when you're sleeping, that's when your body does all the healing. It does all the repairing, and it flushes. It gets all your toxins and all this stuff. It builds it all together, because usually when you wake up, you're supposed to go to the bathroom. Either you're going to piss or shit. Uh, and like I said, I've been doing it for a week and my body feels more, the word I can use is electric. <laughs> I feel more alkaline. And what I mean by that is, uh, my back's ache, my back aches is reduced. Like my lower back was kind of achy a little bit. My, uh, shoulder blades was kind of achy like a week ago. That's reduced. I don't feel it as much. My mobility and my endurance improve. I've been doing a little, uh, strength training at home, like some pushups and some, uh, weights. Like I can, uh, I've been working on my shoulders and stuff like that. I can, uh, I got more mobility with them and I can do, uh, more push-ups too. Cause my endurance improved. Uh, my mental clarity is more focused too, because I can, while I'm at work, I can actually focus more or at home too. I can focus like doing something for the kids. I can actually focus on doing that, knocking it out the way and then doing something else and doing, I can, I can complete my tasks more efficiently to sum it up and my senses are sharper too like i bullshit you not i remember the first day after i, I drunk this shit i woke up i drunk some more and i sat on the couch and read that mason book and out of nowhere i, I was in I, I was just you know when you breathe you don't really pay attention to it because there's something you do without thinking but then i noticed while i was uh inhaling because usually my uh left nostril be kind of like oh one of my nostrils be kind of stopped up sometimes like it's rare that both my nostrils be clear. I bullshit you not. I know. I said, I said, hold on, wait a minute. I took a deep breath, like through my nose, and I noticed that both my air passages was clear. I said, oh shit, I ain't had this feeling in a while. So yeah, bro, that shit. Mm. I've been on it for a week, and that shit, yeah, it got definitely some good effects. I bet this shit nasty. It's actually sweet. Like uh. you, you mainly because what you what I do too is you can add agave. Now you know what agave is, right? Nope. It's a natural sweetener. It's like honey. Instead of bees, it comes from a plant. It's called a blue agave plant. It tastes just like it actually tastes better than honey, if you ask me. Bro, why did why 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 that didn't make sense to me? You said it didn't make sense? Yeah, because you said instead of it coming from a bees, it's natural. But bees make this shit, so that's natural too. I mean, I ain't say it wasn't natural, because natural honey from bees, that's natural too. I said it. Yeah, you literally just said it. I did. Bro, yes. Oh well, the point I'm making is, it's, uh, <laughs> when you get honey, the gold honey, right? It comes from a bee. That is, because mm-hmm. they pollinate uh, certain things. That what turns it into honey. Because yeah. honey doesn't just basically what I what I what I meant was, it's different process to get to a honey. You got you got to have a bee to have honey. If you don't have no bees, you won't have no honey. The difference between that and agave, agave come from an actual plant. And you ain't got to do no B. You ain't got to, ain't no middleman or nothing like that. You get the plant. Do it taste sweeter? It do. It tastes similar, but to me, it tastes a little bit more sweeter. Yeah. What you want? You want milk? Okay. Uh, And that's it for the health bit. Did you ask some more questions on that? Nope. Nope. All right, hold on. Talk to him real quick while I get her some milk. I'll be right back. All right. So while he going to get the baby some milk, uh... Bro, what we finna do is get into this Royal Rumble pretty soon. And I'm gonna tell you, I was at work watching it. 
having a ball because it's been a while since I really enjoyed uh, a WWE PLE. Damn, I think it's been about a year. Probably going on too since I enjoyed it that much. Man, I'm going to tell y'all something. I got taken. I got taken. And I ain't played yet. I ain't played yet. And I want to play it so bad. The main reason I ain't played Tekken 8 yet is because, like I told y'all, I'm in the process of uh, getting everything set up so I can stream and shit. So at one point I was having issues with my camera. Then I was having issues with uh, Streamlabs because that's what I'm going to use to stream. So I was just having overall, like, all-around issues. But, 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 what what, uh, what ended up happening is I ended up getting my camera situation under control. And, like, I say for sure, by the time this week over, I've been on, did my first full live stream with no problems or anything like that. And y'all see me going into uh, Tekken 8. Because I really want to play that game, man. Like, I'm so ready to play it. Like, I be seeing folks having so much fun playing it. And I don't want to just turn on the game and play it and ruin the experience and then start streaming and have to fake it. You know what I'm saying? So, because I actually want to, like, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all what I do. When I'm at the house, like, when I'm, when I'm playing video game myself and I be at the house, I literally like be commentating outside. Out, I mean, out loud. What I mean is, I just say I'm playing a game, and some bullshit happens. I'm like, so, bro, so I ain't just get cheated, but it don't be nobody in the room when I say this shit. So if I can do that when I'm at the house by myself playing video games and stuff like that, I can do it while I'm streaming. And so, and, and and plus, on top of all that. I want folks to like see me have fun, like actually experiencing like this new tech and experiencing like like just the whole overall experience. And I and I just want to share my 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 gameplay. So yeah, man, that's that's my goal. But I don't know, I don't know who I want to play with yet. Nine times out of ten, Dang. play with nine, Fane, bro. nine times out of ten, I'm gonna end up fighting with with King, with King, Fane. because I'm trying to break backs and do pedigrees and RKOs and shit. Ain't pull play with Fane, bro. But uh, I might end up playing with Reina because, Ooh. uh, hey, hey, Hot Chain in the game, play with uh, Fane. No, hey, Hot Chain <laughs> in the game, and I want to play with Hey Hot Chain. That's his daughter, and she fight like him, so I might as well play with her. I will. Yeah. I gotta wait to Friday to play. So, no. I'll just say, I'll just, man, this nigga, I was just saying, <laughs> I, ain't even, I ain't even play it. I'll be, that should be, that should be hurting my feelings. I was doing a demo trying to get my fingers used to this shit. This shit man, dang, <laughs> bruh, bruh, nope, bruh, bruh. I know exactly what you're talking about, bruh. I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I'm a fool. All right. I know exactly what you're talking about because, you know, I play with the Mishima, saying, you know, they the hardest characters in the game to play, especially doing the electrics and shit. 
Yeah. I found the cheat to do the electric, but that shit don't work all the time. I say out of hundred percent, that shit work like eighty percent of the time. That shit get you killed. Exactly. <laughs> it's fucking exactly. And now I'm just waiting and just go through the tutorial mode and shit. Just find what they put new in their hole and refresh my memory and shit. Man, this game, I tell everybody, from what I see, this the easiest Tekken has ever been. But I know because they made they made it easier. Yeah, and it's still, like and it, like Street Fighter Six, like how they did with Street Fighter Six. Six, they made modern controls and shit. Mm-hmm. But one so, thing I know for one thing I know for a fact. Second they killing MK. MK dead as fuck. Bruh, bruh, bruh. For a fact, that's a hundred percent true. That's a hundred percent true. And I had told I was telling people, I was like, man, when Tekken come out, man, it's gonna be over for Mortal Kombat. I was saying this shit. Fool, it's over, fool, because they fool, MK just fool. They fucked this game all the way up, bro. And they ain't even I ain't even trying to make this shit better, fool. Maybe in the long run, maybe like towards middle of the year, where like you were saying, like a year from now, because it's vanilla as hell and shit. But goddamn, fool, you got too much competition nowadays, bro. You gotta gotta come on with the combo. Last year, when Street Fighter Six got released, it didn't feel like it was a beta. They got released. You felt like you had a full fledged game. game. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure taking the matter of fact, I know taking the same damn way because there's so much stuff in there to help you learn the fucking game. Uh huh. Yep. and what I ain't gonna lie, MK tutorial they do help you learn the game, but eh, it's too many aspects that's missing from MK for it to be a complete fighting game. Man, this the first time in years where I didn't cave in the newest Mortal Kombat game. And then you got folks saying, "Oh yeah, Chameleon, she made she made the game feel like MKX." How? Because uh, if you notice, well, you ain't played that joint, but. I played a play, little bit. I ain't, I ain't cave it in though. If you play with Chameleon, she speed the game up. Like yeah, it, like, I that, but damn, yeah. So like, and so so like both it. people got Chameleon on 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 a on a on a on a as a cameo. The game speed up to not as fast as MK is, but it speed the game up, which is crazy. Like, how can a cameo make the game faster like that? Like, I'm, like exactly, bro. It's it's too much bullshit going on with that game, bro. They just need to scrape their hole. Just be like, you know what? Everybody who bought MK1, y'all gonna get um the next game to come out in three years or whatever. They ain't gonna do that. Now of course they ain't gonna do this shit. They, make, they, they put too many millions of dollars into making that game. But the thing is, Mortal Kombat <laughs> Eleven, everybody was like, like I remember when Mortal Kombat Eleven first came out, they were like, man, this, this game don't got shit in it. This game, this game ass. I remember them folks talking shit about Mortal Kombat Eleven, but people were still playing that junk because I wanted no folks that was caving that John in with Sonya before mm-hmm. she got nerfed and I started playing with Kano because he Kano. So, man, within a year of Mortal Kombat, like what, within six months of Mortal Kombat 11 being out, that game was fire as hell. Man, I don't, I like I don't see that shit one. happening with uh, Mortal Kombat 1. I like that shit day one because I played with Jade. Know what I'm saying? I like this I, shit they want to play with Sonya because that's my that's my favorite character besides Kano and Mortal Kombat and Shang Tsung. Cool. It was so, Jade, and then when DLC started dropping, it was Nightwolf, and then it was Joker. That was my three. That was my big three right there. You know what I'm saying like Mortal Kombat one. That shit, I don't know. That shit, ass. Hey, that shit, that shit, dog shit. That's what exactly what it is. And then I thought Quan Chi coming in the game because like that's one of my favorite villains in there. I thought, I'm like, man, who <sighs> that man? He, you can't even. I'm gonna tell you one thing with Quan Chi, cause that's who I use a lot. Well, I used to use a fuck MK. I delete that bullshit again for the second time. Uh, 
you can't fight up close with that man, bro. Like try to sure poke or fool, cause his pokes. So and what's so crazy with his pokes, bro? He using a whole nother entity to hit you, and that shit's still slow, and mm-hmm. for the most part, don't reach. And the oh. motherfucking just can can hit you out of this shit. That shit, man, so damn annoying to me. All cameo should have been straight ambush cameo. All uh, not even that. They ain't have to be all ambush. It needed shit. more, way more ambush. Cause I like stuff where you can set up or you can, you know, block press. Well, ambush is block pressure, but setups and like uh, like scorpion cameo. Uh, for example, he got that one move where he can pull you out of a combo when you're getting hit type shit. I I like that idea, but yeah, man, they. They ain't, they ain't execute this game right. Like oh. like I said, about a year from now, more Command might be the game that like it's Maybe. supposed to be in that launch. But why do we have to take a year for us to get that? When Not Tekken and Street Fighter came out with gun blazing. So, I tell you what, yeah, man, this shit definitely hurt their stock. I can tell oh, you that because folks ain't gonna be quick to pre-order MK2. I know I'm not. I ain't either. I ain't even buying that home the first day. I'm going to wait till about like a week, maybe a month after some gameplay come out and I see some reviews on it, how people vibing with it. Then I'll probably get that hoe. Now, they make that hoe like MKX. I'm going to get that hoe. I ain't so lucky. But look, one thing I know for a fact, I'm getting WWE 2K24. That hoe look too good. I already got that hoe. I'm just waiting for that hoe to come out. Ah, you pre-ordered that bit. You remember I told y'all, I had to tell y'all, like, man, I changed oh, my yeah, mind. You, you changed your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I want I want the the Bianca cover, bro. That's the that's the best looking cover to me, bro. Yeah, Cause it the, is. Because the um the forty years of WrestleMania cover, that just look like NBA, uh, not NBA, but uh the All Stars game. It don't matter. I saw I saw I saw people that I like on that giant, so I was like, man, I want this one. Yeah, I ain't want that one. I'm like, man. Then the DLC package is like, yeah, I don't too much care for them characters like Undash and Cody and shit like. Hey, that. Oh my nigga. No, he used to come out with that damn uh, face mask on. He was like, I'm ugly. <laughs> I'm like, eh, I ain't got to have them characters. I, I like I shit. Know. But I don't never like the DLC in, in, in 2K game because, like, who the fuck want these characters they be putting in there? Because all the wrestlers that I like be in in the launch roster anyway. You ain't got a point. So, you got a point. Fuck, I don't never like the DLC. What they need to stop doing is, like, stop adding folk that we don't want and start adding, like, extra content like um like in 2k uh 18 when they were adding extra on uh, showcase mode like they had the hall of pain junk with mark henry junk then they had like three more and they had full flesh like they, they should have full flesh that were cutscenes and everything i'd rather have that than actually yeah DLC, uh character. yeah you, yeah that is, yeah that's a good ass that's a good ass point i'd rather have it like i think most people would rather have showcase mode dlc versus actual wrestlers especially if you don't have all the most popular wrestlers in NXT uh uh superstars on the base roster anyway. So no. Speaking of speaking of WWE, we gotta get to our last segment. The Royal Rumble. Well, I, like like I was just saying, when you think getting uh the child some milk, I was like, bro, this is the first time in a little minute since Clash at the Castle where I've been thoroughly entertained by uh a PLE like that. This is like the best uh Royal Rumble that I've seen in recent memory. I'm gonna tell you a fact. That was the best women's Royal Rumble of all time. Yep, for a fact. Like, fool, the women rock the women division, bro, is so good right now. Yep. 
But then you have garbage ass folks talking about. Let's start off with that shit. Go ahead. Go finish your thought. You got garbage ass folks talking about rationing look too cartoony and they got costumes on and shit. I'm like, bro, why is y'all saying this shit? Like, my brother still say it all the time. I'm still be like, I be trying to watch wrestling, but everything looks so fake, it looks so cartoon. I like that's all in your subconscious, man. Cause if you watch that shit and just actually and watch it to enjoy it and stop looking for shit, you won't be saying that. I'm gonna tell you what tripped me up. When folks say that, but they can watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yep, they can and that's watch what all movies. They... they can watch anime and all this stuff. Bro, I'm gonna tell y'all one thing. Ain't nothing fake about wrestling, bro. Zero. It's predetermined, it's orchestrated, but everything they doing is real. For example, that video I sent, uh, showed you yesterday, or uh, <laughs> yeah, it was yesterday, when Drew kicked out Cody Tooth and shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a real fucking tooth, bro. Like, you see the root of that hole and everything, bro. Yep. My you, see these folks, you see these folks bleed, get injured, be gone for months. These folks be blowing out their knees and shit. Just like Charlotte yeah. right now, she out with a knee injury. Dakota out for a knee injury. Putting their lives on the line. These folks will fall on their neck and die. All and the thing, thing about it, and the thing about it, and WWE, they do this shit daily without no, like, daily, time off. Bro, every fucking day, bro. They probably get maybe one day off a week, bro. Uh-huh. They don't have no off-season in WWE. No off-season, bro. That's cool. That, that's why when it when it comes down, WWE realer than NBA NFL. If you ask me, it is because <laughs> because even though <clears throat> this this is what they I like about wrestling compared to other sports because other sports it, it gives you the illusion that it's real, but the EFO be having little shit set up too and be paying off folks to lose certain matches and shit like all this shit scripted too, but they they still athletes and shit. But with, with wrestling, go ahead. But with wrestling. Everybody know that it's predetermined, but they still can enjoy it. Like people who actually watch wrestling, like and genuinely, and genuine fans of wrestling, they they some authentic people sometimes. Cause like, if you can be entertained knowing that certain stuff like predetermined, and you still get caught up in that world and shit, you you actually having a good time, bro. You ain't delusional. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you how the NFL and the NBA fake it in the WWE. I'm going to start off with NFL since they had they playoffs yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. You had Detroit Lions versus uh, who did, the 49ers, San Francisco 49ers. Detroit was tearing their ass up. Nigga, That's all I was hearing yesterday. Nigga, third quarter, this shit flipped out of nowhere. Detroit doing stupid shit they usually don't do. San Francisco getting the it, bullshit calls. You see, so, and then another thing about what people don't understand, bro. Are you familiar with DraftKings? Yep. What's their slogan? I don't know. I know what DraftKings is, though. That's the betting shit, ain't it? Yep, and they slogan, an official partner of the NBA. NFL. I know Yes, they partnership, bro. So you mean to tell me the people on DraftKings, they can see how much money is on the line, and they need only like three points. They need only like a field goal to win. You don't think the people gonna make the high ups gonna make their call? Hey, make sure they don't hit that field goal because they got fifty million dollars they can win or lose. You don't think calls like that being made? They even got documentaries on shit, uh, on shit like that being being made, especially in the NBA, and it's on Netflix. I got the uh, the title of it because it's like a series. Cause my coworker told me about, nah, my barber told me about it. But uh, yeah, for this shit, read even when you get to the NBA, bro. 
What do NBA players do the most nowadays? Flop. These niggas be flopping. That's fake. That's acting, bro. Come on now. It's supposed to be a real game, man against man. Why you flopping? Why you faking? Why you trying to act like you getting fouled? That shit fake, bro. You see what I'm saying? So that's why people like man. NBA from back in the day. Them niggas down there fighting. They were fighting each other. They were like, "Y'all got me fucked, man. Get your bitch ass on somewhere." <laughs> niggas flopping and shit. So that so that ain't fake. That's real. Fuck out. Let's get, get, get to this real dick, nigga. Shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I'd rather see a nigga get clotheslined and see a nigga act like he getting fouled and shit. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, let me get on this subject. Let me finish this shit out so I can go. Royal Rumble, bro. I ain't gonna say it was the best Royal Rumble of all time, but I will say it was the best women's Royal Rumble of all time. And we're gonna start mm-hmm. off with the women's one. What I like, I'm gonna take some key points away. Uh, Naomi and Jordan appearance was cold as hell. And I know a lot of people think Naomi back. I don't think she back. I think it was just a special appearance like Jordan and shit because they both in TNA. Man, because, bro, Jordan, Jordan, like when she came out, I'm like, what the fuck her cold ass doing here? Like, I ain't even expect her to even show up. I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 I'm saying, that like, and then she came there whooping ass just like she doing TNA. I'm like, hey, I'm like, Jordan Grace cold as hell. But I, I like how Bianca killed her ass at the end, though. Yeah, Bianca extra uh, executed. Uh, yeah. I like, damn, get your ass on my Royal Rumble. <laughs> Let me tell you what else I like about the uh, the women's Royal Rumble. Jay debut was perfect, bro. Jay perfect. came in straight, beam ass, bro. When huh, um, when huh, Bianca faced off like that, I like, oh, I'm like, now nah, these, now nah, this is what they call strong black women. <laughs> I like, I like this mine. <laughs> it's like. I'm gonna tell you the best moment of the women's war rumble, bro. When she eliminated Nia Jax, bro. Yes, bro. She picked up, bro. Jay picked she up big ass up. Her big ass. She was like, like that, that's basically the women's version of Andre John and Hulk Hogan. Hell yeah, yep. That's, so that's basically what that is. I'm gonna tell you the most cold shit though, even cold than that. Bailey was Jericho at hell the whole rumble. Does Bailey fuck? Hold on real quick. Talk to the people about Bailey and shit. Bro, that whole match, bro. Bailey survived. Bro, what what number Bailey come in? I think Bailey came in at number three or four or something like that and ended up winning the whole thing. Bro, anybody that know me know that right now my favorite female wrestlers are Bailey and Charlotte Flair. Oh, those, those, those. They too cold. Charlotte out with an injury, like like I said. But Bailey, the whole time she was surviving, even when uh damage control came out, they got eliminated, but she still stayed in it. Uh let me see. Like WWE Royal Rumble. I I need to see, I need to remember what number she came in there to make so I can prove my point. But I think I think I'm back. I, I think so Bailey came in there, uh what, three, two? Something like that. I, no, I know she she broke real 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 Ripley's record. So yeah, so that means yeah, so that means uh, okay. So right now, no, so, I know one was Natalia, and then two was uh, Naomi, and right Naomi. And, and right after that, uh, number Bailey. three Bailey. Yeah, so Bailey came in at number three and won the whole. Like, Bailey's so fucking cold. That's Bailey. Damn, but Rhea came in number one and did that shit. So, Shawn Michaels did it twice. 
I mean, Tom Michael did it before too. So fuck. But this this Mr. WrestleMania though. Nah, this Man. that's the weekend. This with Mr. WrestleMania. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, side note, not even side note, but I'm skipping because that's in my notes too. I'm just gonna skip to that, bro. The weekend got the WrestleMania theme song for five consecutive years, bro, and three of the songs on one album. That's crazy, bro. That man, he be making, he be making fool. When you an artist, bro, those type of those type of achievement that I want to have, like having my songs being at WrestleMania or, or something like that, because you know everybody, millions of people gonna hear that song. Fool, how how this man? Easy, he was like, man, I'm bumping, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that shit. I ain't nobody ever did it, bro. Three years straight off. I mean, five years straight, and three songs for three years off one album. That's crazy. Man, and uh, Lil Morgan, she came back. Yeah, she was uh number thirty. She looked different. It looked like she gained weight or something. Yeah. I'm like, I live. I see her. Little whore. But uh, yeah, she born for. Duh. Yeah, for she yeah. Bro, oh, that's all I can say about her. Just, eh, just how sound. Many people, how, how many people did now Jax uh eliminate out the Royal Rumble this year? Because she got a lot of people out. We're gonna have to Google it. Oh, she get yeah, she got a lot of people out. I'm I know she too, I know she eliminated Zali, Shayna Baylor, Meechan, Shotzi, Valhalla. Are you looking it up? She, you just, nah, I'm just remembering. Man, I remember this shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, who else she eliminated? Uh Kaden Carter. I forgot who else. I think the highlight of the Royal Rumble was when Jay came out with oh, the yeah, women's yeah. Royal Rumble. They got they got to be the the highlight of the uh, Royal Rumble because she, she came out and whooped ass. Huh? I said she Australian. Now you know that. Nah, Jax. Man, she from a, Australia. Her Samoan born in Australia. That's all what that mean. Oh, okay. That's I, all what that mean. Let me get off this. I uh oh yeah. Our truth was funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> my, like, why are you in a women's world, Rumble, bro? Like what the all truth. He's the type of yeah, he, the, he the wrestler that right now don't even gotta do nothing for real for real. He just gotta keep doing what you're doing perfect. Most love this shit. Cause I love this shit. Maybe too. What made even funny? That man ain't got uh, what's her name? Is it Valhalla? Valhalla, yeah, yeah. He got her as eliminated. <laughs> I like how Mike Cole. Like, I hope she got the uh, what she what you say? I hope she got the, the yeah. She came out. Yeah, like, she hey. got them. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like, hey, she fresh ahead. Came out, a... bro. Have you played uh, was uh, Hellblade? Senior sacrifice before? I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, fool, that's who she remind me of. She remind me of single. That's I know exactly who you talking. About. <laughs> that's exactly who she remind me of. But hey, I want to see Jade on SmackDown. Why? Cause for Raw, Raw already stacked, bro. SmackDown needs some. What Bianca? She on SmackDown. That's another reason why. I oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I want her on SmackDown. I thought ooh, I thought. Can Bianca. you imagine they match, bro? Ooh, ooh, what if they fight at WrestleMania, bro? Oh my god! I'm letting you know now. I'm be on. I'm be on Bianca's side. I, 
Nah, but if Jay started doing cold shit because she did that big boo, she was like, I get can't. your little ass there. I'm like, ooh. Nah, nah, I'm going to be in the middle on that one. I ain't going to lie. I'm, I'm going to be well entertained. I know that. Nah, uh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to the to the mid card. Man, how the hell Roman Reigns get the mid card? <laughs> because the Royal Rumble, the main event. Like, you watch you watch the Royal Rumble pay-per-view to watch the Royal Rumble. But, now, what, but last year, it was uh, Roman Reigns had the main event last year, though. Man, get his ass at the main event. <laughs> Fuck yeah, this shit. His head. But let's talk about that match. Bruh, the main took three finishers. I respect fool. this shit. That whole match, LA was whooping everybody. He didn't oh, yeah, care. LA, fool. He, fool. LA getting a mid card. He getting uh, either the United States that or man Intercontinental. If was he whooping everybody. But now the draft. Bro, the funny shit is when shit, that man would smash all them folks' head against the announce table over and over again. Know. He was doing that shit. But anyway, yeah, he was, he was killing that shit. Fool. I thought Orton won that hole before Solo came out. Fool. Because how the fuck that, out of that me. Camera bro. angle and the pin and Roman wasn't moving and shit. I said, oh, what the fuck? Fool, that scared the fuck out of me, bro. I'm like, oh my fucking goodness, bro. And that's another element that they do so fucking perfect. Because in your head, you like, man, Roman he ain't going to lose, man. Fuck that shit. But when you actually see that shit in that moment, bro, you be like, hold on, is he finna lose? Like, oh, <laughs> shit, hold on. Babe, I, I swear, like I say, Clash at the Castle at uh, WrestleMania, what they were, 39? Man, his matches with Cody Rose and Drew McIntyre, bruh. I thought that man was about it there. I, I thought that man was about it there. Shit, I thought AJ won that hoe when he pinned all three of their ass. Bruh. Phenomenal yeah. fool. Fool, that scared the fuck out of me. I'm like, man, this, I mean, I'm up there working in the trucks. I'm like, man, what the fuck? I'm in there loud and shit. Folk looking man. at me and shit. <laughs> man, as cold as AJ Styles is, bro, he fucking botched. Man, AJ Styles, he was drunk that night. I don't know what's over there. I ain't fool. I know fool. That's why I ain't going too hard on that man because that man cold as fuck, and I can understand. Uh, Everybody have an off night. And then you gotta think what he doing too. That man literally got put all his body weight on that top rope and jump mm-hmm. off that hole. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just unfortunate that it happened on live like that and the camera angle was right on him when it happened too so that's all part of being mm. a wrestler yeah like AJ i said everybody have a close now, so he can bounce back for this shit fuck oh yeah he, he style, fuck. Fuck. all right the next mid card match for logan paul versus kill <laughs> hey fool did you see the scene where kevin owens chopped the red meat off logan paul yeah <laughs> nobody said the red meat god damn fool. Brad Logan Paul screamed loud as fuck like Tom from Tom and Jerry. <laughs> he, hey, he reeled it because that's one thing I noticed, bro. When it comes to wrestlers, that's like they they write a passage, bro. Like uh-huh. chest slap, like they gonna put they all in that. That's like something that they do. Like yeah, I'm finna reel, I'm finna hit you with all my force on his chest. Shit, Big Show used to do this shit all the time to the new folk back in the day. Like that's that's a hundred percent real. Like ain't no pulling your punches on this shit. Well, most of the time they don't pull their punches when they do this shit. But when Kevin Owens did this shit, he meant this shit. Like, yeah. for real, for real. And then that scream was real, too. I could tell how he screamed. That shit wasn't, that wasn't acting, bro. That shit was real. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell, bro. And then, man, Logan Paul did a, a, a diva-ass leg drop. And then KO got up and smacked the shit out of that man for this shit. Man, I don't do that fucking shit, man. You ain't no fucking diva, man. <laughs> oh, man, shit. They ain't try to pin but uh, info, did you see him when KO landed on his ass three times in a row? 
Bro, you remember when I, I came out saying, I was like, man, Kevin Owens, they be throwing his damn body. Right. <laughs> that man did two of them. Damn, I don't even know what that move called. He just flipped on that. Yeah. No, I said, don't no, no, make me say this shit. I'm like, he might not give a fuck about his body. Because <laughs> the first, first time he did this shit, he did this shit normal. But the second time he did this shit, like, he jumped extra high. I'm like, that man really don't like Logan Paul. <laughs> oh, shit. I think that man really don't like his ass. And then the third one, he did that frog splash. I was like, damn. He's land, he landed on his ass. Like, that man yeah, killing it on Logan. It won't make me say that, fool, because if you look at Logan Paul, that man was all whipped up and he was bleeding everywhere and shit. I'm like, God damn. Mm-hmm. And then fucking Theory and fucking Waller came out doing yeah, stupid man. shit. Man, Logan Paul cleared the KOS. I was like, God damn. Bro, cleared his ass. I like, yeah, it's over with that. Like, when he hit KO with that, I like, it's over with. Man, man kicked yeah. out that shit. Man, I like, yeah, yeah. And KO had to try to cheat. Like, why the fuck he had to cheat, man? That's that's that that's that garbage shit, man. You KO, he ain't gotta use no brass knuckles, man. Man, pick that shit up and still had him on while you pinning. Garbage, stupid, it stupid shit, bro. The real side of shit, like, hey, hell no. Nah. <laughs> the fuck, like, Kayo, why you mad, bro? You don't need this shit, bro. Logan Paul won and help beat his ass. Fuck, bro, they might, shit. they they might fight again. I I think they gonna continue their rivalry. Maybe I don't know, but uh. Now, finally, we can get to the main event. Speaking of main event, Uso started the Uso started off the match. Anime is here. That show actually perfect. Did you see their facial expressions? Yeah. Though no, I was laughing when you sent me this shit. Kyle was looking at this. I was like, why are they looking at each other like that? These folks in the real did beat each other. Ooh, I can't fool. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know about you. I can't wait to see that match at WrestleMania. No, I can't wait to see that whole in general. Man, that's that's my ten plus years in the making, bro. Yep, and I'm on Jimmy's side. I might call it here. And I'm gonna tell you what was cold. Melo got the first elimination. That man cold as hell. He don't miss. (laughs) (laughs) When Melo, because he gonna be on Smack. He already been on SmackDown, but he ain't. He he ain't all the way over there yet. He still got a storyline on NXT. And he got a storyline on on SmackDown at the same time, which is like some shit I ain't never seen done. So they WWE doing like some some real cool shit for their future talent, which is mm-hmm. what it's about. Cause niggas tired of seeing Huck Hogan come up and shit like that. Like we don't want to see this shit no more. Like push your young talent, bro. I want to see this shit though. I don't fuck Huck Hogan. I'm like saying that was cold. Who who eliminated oh, Bobby uh, Lashley? New gear was so fresh. Oh, yeah, man. But see, Bob Lashley always fresh, though. Nah, his his new gear, though. That hoe so fresh. That hoe got, like, purple on the inside and shit. And, and it's fucking velvet and shit. Like, this shit sparkling and shit. Man came in wrecking shit. That man spirit every motherfucker. That man, that man girl with Jack uh, Jackson in hell. This man got my voice fucking up. What the fuck? Hey, fool, this shit contagious. Get some water. All right, so. Go ahead. Uh, who, uh, Finn Balor, he eliminated Carmelo Hayes, then. Yeah, he and it was so man. I was mad. I ain't gonna say I was mad, but it was so fucked up how he got eliminated because he was trying to eliminate uh Dominic. Mm-hmm. And then he just got in there and just flipped mellow little ass over. He ain't even do no move on that man or nothing. I'm gonna tell you who Grill was fresh the whole night to me, and that's Dominic. Like, Dominic, Dominic I already know. Yeah, yeah, my Dominic Grill was so damn fresh. His, his shit was fresh. I like, man, I like, see, that's the gear that he need to have on. I already know somebody in the community creation gonna have him with that gear in the game in 2K24. And I'm gonna have that man. wish Brock Lesnar would have came and him and Don would have started that feud. Oh my man. goodness, that would have been a good ass fucking feud. 
Bobby Lash. Who? Oh, uh, Carrion uh, Cross eliminated Bobby Lash after being a fucking hater and shit. Uh, oh yeah, so they fin- they, that's definitely finna be a feud. I see that because you know they got Karrion Cross versus Bobby Lashley. Then you know Karrion Cross got his two people and Bobby Lashley got the Street Profits. So man, bro, I don't know. Breaking came in breaking shit. Oh my fuck! Oh my fucking god! That man gonna be a fucking. He already a fucking problem. But when he, gets I think, I think he roster, said he on. I think he said he on the main. Oh, just about to say something about that. I think he said he on the main roster now. Yeah, he said that, but uh, we we gonna see this week. I don't know what show he gonna be on, but uh, honestly, shit, I don't mind seeing him on either. You know what made me mad? I'm gonna tell you. Nope, 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 nope. I got the perfect scenario. He need to go on Raw. He need to dethrone Gunther. What is this perfect? That's the only person I can see dethroning Gunther, bro. Huh? I said this. This the perfect scenario. He need to go to Raw, and he need to dethrone Gunther. Yeah, that's the only person I can see dethroning Gunther. For ain't nobody being Gunther, bro. That might whoop everybody. Nah, not even Tribal Chief can beat that man. Well, he eventually going to have to drop the whole fool. Yeah. you, you know what I like when Gunther was coming to the Royal Rumble and uh, what's the fake got eliminated? He's like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man, like, bro, like, you making me look bad. Your oh yeah, look. Oh, look with Kaiser. That, <laughs> that might stay on his ass. I'm gonna tell you something about love with Kaiser. Well, that might be really cold as fuck. I know. Well, that might be, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing <laughs> at all. Bro, Omos came out fresher here. Fool, that might. Fool, you couldn't even see that man. Uh, that's how you know you can <laughs> Bro, when you said that shit, I died. Bro, I'm like, that might fucking stupid. <laughs> you can't see his eyes. That might kick ass. <laughs> I'm going to tell you who stole the show for the second time. All fucking truth. <laughs> that man got JD eliminated. And that man did a hot tag, bro. That man the only person who did a hot tag in the room. Then that man, yes, then the man came oh. in the room. Then that man came in the ring. Cena is here. Then <laughs> <laughs> Dave Priest came out and beat his ass. Fool, Priest came out and said, I don't got time. Get your stupid ass out there. Don't got that about that Royal Rumble. But hey, the best. But you know what made me mad about the whole run, but like the uh the number twenty two space, Pat McAfee when he came out and just eliminated yeah. himself. I'm like, bro, that was a waste of slot. Yeah, and I read too that he didn't even know he was gonna be in the Royal Rumble. See, it's shit like that's that. Probably, I guess that's why he was looking like that because he was like, huh? The fuck? <laughs> see, see, Hunter over there fucking up. That might that might saw Old Moss and Braun breaking the ring. He was like, at first he was like, like fuck this, y'all finna do this shit. They might actually get the ring, so the folk might hop back out there. <laughs> Hell no. But hey, the best part of the entire fucking night. Cody, turn me up. No. Cody, turn me up. Cody, turn me up. I want that man to. I want that, that man to get eliminated so bad. Finish the story, bro. I'm gonna tell you how I knew that CM Punk was finna lose. That man started talking. I was like, yeah, anytime niggas start talking, they finna lose. Like, tell me, I ain't finna lose to Dusty Kid. I said, yeah, he finna lose. <laughs> no. And then they showed Punk sitting by the uh, commentary table looking up at Cody all sad and shit. Yeah, folks talking about, oh, man, CM Punk, he finna turn heel. I'm like, shit, he really That's- won no face. He ain't really did. He was just him. He just using his essence now. He ain't really pick no good side or bad side. Honestly. Uh- he kind of like Drew. Yeah, he, he a tw- that's what they call tweener. He a tweener. See now, 
Child Chief got to worry about this nigga cheating him out and shit at Mania. Man, you seen that video I uh, showed you how them uh, Roman Reigns facial expression and shit? I ain't gonna lie, yeah, bro. Yeah. That might be nailing Hey, those Samoans be nailing them facial expressions. Bro, yes, bro. <laughs> they probably be looking anime here. <laughs> bro, yes, bro. I was like, man. I was like, all right, I like. And then Michael Cole was like, oh, Cody won. I guess we have to see if he picks Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns. Cole like, nah, you ain't got to wait. I'm finna turn right there to that nigga. I know what he is. <laughs> I'm coming for you. What he say? Hug Hogan. We coming for you, nigga. <laughs> Man, when Roman dropped the belt, he going to be gone from WWE. He going to be gone from WWE for like a, a couple years. And then yeah, and he'll come back and everybody going to look. Like when Roman actually leave WWE and be gone for a couple years, people going to start missing him and shit. And then yeah, when he come true. back, folk he gonna get like one of them biggest problems. Folk gonna love that man. I'm like, y'all so they on fake. Like, hey fool, WWE universe fickle. What what Brian Daniel say? Fickle. Right. Yeah, that, man. Yeah. That's that's all the segments, man. That's that's part two right there, man. Damn, we had to do part two. This the if you combine both, but that's damn like three hours. Uh huh. No, I ain't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's why I ain't do that shit. But man. This shit, this one of the best episodes. Most information came out. I know I done pissed off some Masons, some Christians. I done pissed off a lot of people this episode, but hey, don't be mad at me. I ain't come up with none of my own opinion. I'm coming with straight what's written. So. Man, the way I look at it is, shit, everybody making everybody mad down there. Shit, look at uh, Charleston White. He pissed everybody off, and he still... He got his platform and do whatever what he want to do, and the majority of the shit he say is true. Yep. So I know I like, bro. We that's one thing about having a podcast. You you can say whatever you want, mm-hmm. and it's always gonna be one thing I learned about having a podcast. There's always an audience for you, and somebody gonna everybody ain't gonna disagree with you, and everybody ain't gonna agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of everybody, man, what was the episode you had the uh, in your last episode when you had questions? Answers in the side of conspiracy when folks was like, uh, what they say? I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah, do I take uh, TNE as serious as you? And uh, what's what's the other question they had about me? No, nah, that was like, uh, I forgot who said it. it was like, uh, uh, yeah, basically, that do I take uh, uh, do you take TNE like as serious as I do and all that type of shit? And I be giving you too much credit and. Oh, oh yeah, that too. Yeah, that's what it was. Hey man, listen, listen up. Whoever said that, listen up. Turn tune in. I hope you skip everything that was played because I want you to hear this part right here. Man, you don't hear this passion I put in this music, bro. You don't see this passion I put in these cover art, bro. You don't see the the, the thousands of views we get on TikTok air posts when you make down there, bro. Hey, hey, bro, we do this shit, man. Can't nobody do it like how Ken doing it. Can't nobody do it like how I'm doing it, bro. It's a team thing, bro. I ain't even think to do this shit. If it weren't for him, I wasn't thinking about making music or graphics and shit like that. I used to do it back in the day, but that shit, it wasn't on my mind now that I'm not damn near 30 with kids and shit. He came with me with this idea. He wanted help for a podcast. I'm like, shit, I'm creative as hell. I got you. So we bring the best out of each other. That's what brothers supposed to do. Y'all niggas so used to being alone and doing shit on your own damn self. You think you're so good that you really ain't shit. <laughs> you need people, bruh. You need help, bruh. And speaking of that, I'm about to pop my shit. Listen, I got a teaser for you. Here come the official season five theme song of TNE. 
Do you hear it? <laughs> Listen to this passion. Question me. Oh, shit. Nobody coming like that, bro. Come on, man. Quit, quit playing with me, man. Quit playing with me, bro. I got my man. Should I, should I show them other shit I got cooked up, bro? Or should I just open home? <laughs> man, you fucking me popping my shit, man. Let me calm down. Look, bro. This man do, like he said, the cover art for the season for the podcast. He made the theme song each season for the podcast. He collaborated with me on ideas of what to talk about on the podcast. For my stream, this nigga made a starting soon uh, thing. I'm still waiting on my other two that I asked him for. I'm getting cheated. But man, this but, shit, I gotta find some some Jackson shit. I, I'm almost got it, but I'm, I'm working on it. But I almost but got one. Mainly, mainly, like literally everything that I be doing as far as as far as making like content and shit. This nigga be right here. Helping me along with the because uh, like when it come down to like like what Chris say and what this man say, I'm a fucking barbarian when it come down to like creating shit like, and I'm like bro, I, I can't do that shit like how they be coming up with these songs and using AI and all that shit man, I'm dumb as hell with this shit so I can't do this shit, so you need a team. I know my strengths and weaknesses. Fuck that shit. Exactly. So, huh? That's gonna that's gonna do. We in it, John. About an hour. Damn, an hour and 41? Hell yeah. Hey, the most controversial episode, bro. We need it all. We need it all. Yeah, that's a good season finale. Um, So, before we get up out of here, this is my goal. This is my goal. Uh, Season five, like I said, at the beginning of season four, my goal was to start season five. I had me a camera. And I started doing video along with the the uh, audio with uh, for TNE going forward. So starting season five, I'm gonna start doing like when I record, I'm gonna have video and stuff so we can put this shit on 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 what's the face? What this shit called? Uh, uh, YouTube. So basically, your podcast when it turn into a podcast. What the fuck is that? Video podcast, nigga. Damn. Podcast. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Barbarian brain, man. Shit, I ain't know. I ain't that my first time ever hearing of that. I ain't gonna lie. I, I found that term like two weeks ago. I was like, nah, this man. That's what it's called. This it makes sense. Uh, all right. This might make it seem like he just been new this. All right. That's what I be talking about. Hey, fool. I did this shit. So, <laughs> so starting. Starting, uh, what I'm gonna do is, um, I'm gonna take a week off for TNE to make sure, uh, everything's straight with the camera and stuff. But I got like episodes in the chamber, so I can always upload something. But it's gonna always be something uploaded. But I'm gonna take up me, I'm gonna take a week off so I make sure everything's straight as far as with the, the camera and shit before, uh, season five start. Uh, what else I got going on? Oh, yeah. I'm finna do a, I'm gonna do a test run with my stream uh Wednesday. So how my stream gonna be Wednesday, they're gonna be my first stream. I'm gonna stream on 
I'm gonna use Streamlabs to stream, but it's gonna stream simultaneously on YouTube and Twitch. So it's gonna my uh YouTube and Twitch is gonna be uh T N E Ledesma. So y'all will check that out. And uh how it's gonna be that Wednesday is not gonna how it's gonna be the following week. Because I'm gonna uh I'm gonna have everything set up differently in that thing and how it's gonna be this following week, that's how it's gonna be going forward. Um, <clears throat> because I'm just trying to test one, I'm trying to test it and make sure I get I, I set up everything right as far as my alerts, my follows. It, like I'm just trying to make sure everything's straight. And two, I'm just so fucking ready to play Tekken. So uh that should be killing me because I like Tekken got jukebox mode and I just turn that hoe on and listen to music from Tekken 5. I'm like, I'm so ready to play this shit. So I ain't played yet. Like I said earlier, the main reason I ain't played yet because I want to capture me like learning and going through this shit on stream and all that type of stuff so I can make clips and post it on TikTok and different social media and shit like that. So that's the that's the plan for right now for TNE going forward. And uh in about four months, it's gonna be the one year anniversary for the Nirvana experience. So I'm gonna figure out what I'm I'm gonna do for that. But uh what you you got something that you uh, gonna be doing, uh Jay? Right, well, I guess my last remarks, closing remarks, can be a call to action. As always, we appreciate everybody who tune in weekly. And if it was following the TikTok, because that's where I'm, that's where we mainly post TikTok, you would have known what we was gonna be talking about. Because I gave a preview on Saturday. So make sure you're following the TikTok at the letter T, the letter N, the letter E, Beyond at T N E Beyond. There's all the socials actually. That's your X. That's your uh your Discord, your Reddit, if y'all into that. Uh YouTube, TNE Beyond, Nirvana Experience, TNE Ledesma, TNE J Jamal, uh it's smoke. If you want to watch gameplay videos, um like, share, comment, subscribe, all the good stuff. This is a lot of information that went out this episode. Share it to whoever you think would like it. And uh I will be back. A month from now for after the Elimination Chamber PLE. I think it's the 24th, February. So I will be back that Sunday. And one thing I know that I'm going to talk about is going to be another book review that I'm reading right now. I am currently reading The Satanic Bible by Anton LaVey. And you know I'm going to break that down. And just to be clear, just because he's reading don't mean he like a Satanist or nothing like that. He just reading for like uh information and educational purposes and shit like that oh yeah the reason why yeah exactly what he said because i'm gonna tell you exactly why i read books like this i like to study my enemy thoroughly because any man who because we in war if y'all don't know we in war good versus evil you know all that good stuff however you want to put it but a good warrior when he is in war he knows how to thoroughly study his enemy you know his ends his out hell that's part of the art of war I might buy that book too and read that book, The Art of War. You ever heard that book? Mm-hmm. I might get that one. I hear Fifty Cent talking about that book all the time. Yeah, I heard a lot of people talk about that book. It's like a like a principal type book, but uh, I'm pretty sure there's some good shit in there that I can take out and use in my everyday life. But I think there's gonna be uh, a new segment I'm gonna do for TNE, like a book review, because I'm back into uh, reading a lot of books now, and using the knowledge that I have to compare with what the author is saying. So, yeah, man, y'all can look forward to that on the next TNE episode next month with me on there. 
Okay. And uh, shit, that's all I got to say for the day. I usually have ten episodes a season, but um, nah. Uh, same difference. So this year, uh, this this season, I'm uh, it's gonna be about eleven because I still got the episode in the chamber with Raquel that uh, I'm gonna upload. Oh well, shit! This ain't the season finale, then. Am I ain't lying to me. <laughs> nah, cause I thought, cause I just thought about it. I just, I literally just thought about it. And I'm gonna have it. You know what? No, no, this is the season finale. I'm, I'm gonna use it as uh. Just my double minded. He don't know what he want to do. I'm gonna use it because I'm thinking that I'm thinking as, I, as I'm saying. I'm gonna use it as a special, uh, special bonus. You know, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. Yeah. So this is the season. This finale. man don't know. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> my three times in one minute. God damn. Because I'm thinking while I'm talking. So, like do, I said, do have it be a bone, man. Do do have you want to do it, bro? You so, bonus, so, so, so this this has gonna be, this is the season finale of season four. But mm-hmm. the episode I'm, I'm gonna post next week, right here is gonna be a bonus episode with just you know me and her talking, doing what we doing. Perfect. Oh yeah, because you usually do have a bonus episode every season, I think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Wait a minute. Uh, should I post both parts? I, I think about it. I I figure it out. But uh yeah, like like as always, like I always say, I appreciate everybody for listening to uh TNE, the Nirvana experience every week, new and reoccurring listeners. I appreciate y'all. And uh I see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Boom, 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 boom. That's mine. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, this